Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Straight up 11 a.m. in the Southland, alive imaging Tuesday. <laughs> what are you doing over there? I know you're... you're... Hold on for a second. Give honor here, Rosie and the Originals. East L.A. Sound. Of course, we lost Arlo Bell yesterday, one of the pioneers. He was 97 years old. One of those killer oldies. Now we can talk about this. The minute Sliwa walked in with his San Diego Padres UPS hat, corporate Greg Bergman, who's in here as well, he wouldn't hug him. He wouldn't touch him. And there, there were fisticuffs. It was he swung at me. You, he swung at me. It was odd that you it's on YouTube. racing across the room. You can see this on the ESPN in Los Angeles YouTube feed that you went over there and like yeah. t- kind of quasi tackled, hugged Bergman. Well, here's it was, what happened. It was peculiar. Yeah, it was here's creepy. what happened. No, we don't. I walked out. I walked out of the studio and I saw Greg for the first time this morning. You know, just a quick hello. That was meetings. Put my on. fist up there. Nothing. No. No. Not don't touch that. me. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You just wait till we get in the studio. I'll hug you. I'll, I'll hug you from you the back. You up the ante of weirdness. I respect it. Without, I think without that hat, the one that Morales is wearing, yeah. the Dodger blue. I'm actually shocked you're not wearing I thought I, you'd be rocking a Dodger gear right now. Why? It's game one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, you know what I think it is? Okay, so I was, I, was looking at, I was looking to buy tickets down in San Diego, but I can't go the games that they have, Lakers schedule two. It's like $300 a ticket there. Just to get in. That's what it was at least uh, yesterday morning. Like cheapest in the house is three hundred dollars to wow. get in. That's is that it, like where the pets are? Like where it's the dog exactly. Park? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You go. You go. Fan retriever. Fan. Yeah, so that's how you go. All right. So it's like three hundred bucks. I look on. I have a buddy text me. and He's like, "Hey, at Dodger Stadium, it's like a hundred bucks." Yeah, I looked last night. That's about what I saw too. It's not that, bad. But does no. that does that not just show you? Yeah, we've been doing this for a really long time, and we're in the playoffs every single year. We want our fans there. And, you guys obviously don't. And it is the <laughs> and it is the first game. It is no, no. Did you see what I'm saying here? That yeah, you're, you're overcharging your fans to go to a game. No, that there's a demand the mar- in let the San Diego. Prevail, Craig. I'm there's a capitalist. For there's a demand sense. in San Diego because they never have. They haven't had a home playoff Isn't it also game a since 2006. Stadium? It's a smaller stadium, right? It is. But yeah. it's not it's not that. It really has more to do with they haven't had a home game. So you have since three people that are disagreeing with your point, but you're gonna keep going with it. <laughs> That's correct. Okay. That's correct. I'm gonna start my point it? over. Just double down. Do it be Brandon Staley. Just no matter how bad of a point it is, two, just keep field. hammering it away. <laughs> this guy was losing it yesterday. I was so mad yesterday. He was losing it yesterday. So mad yesterday. I mean, well, the fact that you're be. not, the fact that you're not, just yeah, takes you away. Well, let me tell you why. Greg, I don't fandom. mean to spoil the surprise. Yeah. He's not he's a fan. Not a he's not a fan. Well, no, listen. Not true. Listen. <laughs> he put that listen. eye black on. Listen. Okay. The problem is he's he pushing chain. so hard. He fooled me. You fooled can't. How, how long have you been a Raider fan? My life. Okay, how long? Well, I'm 30 something years. now. Yeah. You can't just in three weeks oh, no, have the can't. same passion as somebody that has been a fan for 30 something <laughs> well, years. Just jump off the bandwagon after three weeks. I didn't jump anywhere. There. Yeah, you did. He never I didn't jumped go anywhere. On. <laughs> this is what you guys don't quite grasp. I was on the back seat to <laughs> you, the right. I you just were wasn't at driving. The bus stop. The bus pulled up. You said, eh, I'm good. He and then the me. bus just drove past. You I, never got on in the first place. I am place. offended. I feel fooled. This is what he wants. He wants me. To love the Raiders more than I hate the Chargers. Yes. I can't oh, do that. 
You'll the, never love anything as much as you hate the Chargers. Thank you. <laughs> but you can, I can get close. Like, thank at least you. get me close. I need thank you to you. be a little bit there. When when Alan Jr. is yes. like nine years old yep. and you're screaming at the TV yes. because Brandon Staley third made another stupid decision <laughs> for the Chargers. And you're like, Dad, why do you hate them so much? Do you, I, I don't even think like you love me as much as you hate them. You're like, son, if Dean can move the, right if Dean could move the team to New York to make another $38, he would do it. By the way, we can't good call him Sunday. Alan Jr. It'll be like Baby Slee, Little Slee. <laughs> oh, yeah, Baby Slee. Baby Slee's pretty good. <laughs> right. But it'll only be Baby Slee for what? No, he could be Baby Slee forever. Years. That could just be his bit. Baby Slee. Tod- <laughs> toddler Slee. Yeah. <laughs> baby Slee DJ. <laughs> Tween Slee. <laughs> Young Adult Slee. By the way, you can YA hear. Y.A. Slee, like Y.A. Tittle. You can hear Dodgers Padres tonight, 6.30 p.m. We'll bring you game one, all the play-by-play courtesy of ESPN Radio after Sedano and that rat Kaplan, the afternoon show today. <laughs> Travis and Slee continues right now. How are you feeling about tonight? I feel great about tonight. I love the this way This is the Julio's most positive looked. energy I've heard so far Whoa, about Dodgers. Was, Go ahead. What about the Dodgers. Yeah. Why? Because just, I, I, I feel like everybody's walking on eggshells. Everybody's walking on eggshells. No, nobody's walking on eggshells. It's the, this is the best team that they've had. It's the best team they've had in this 10-year window. It's the best team they've ever had. Period. It's the most wins that they've ever had. That doesn't guarantee anything no, starting tonight. That's the only point. Not that they shouldn't win. Not that I think that they will win. They're the better team. They're they're more experienced. Everything you can say favors the but Dodgers. But you're, you're cautious, too. But I also have watched enough playoff baseball to know that that doesn't mean anything at 637 tonight. Absolutely. It, but th- it just doesn't. It doesn't. But Julio Arias has been fantastic this year. He hasn't given up basically any runs. He gives up one to two runs max in any game this season. And he's done this in the playoffs. This isn't just a guy that comes in and uh, no. he's, he's great he's in the regular proven. season, but he hasn't really done it in the playoffs. He is proven. Highest stakes, no problem. Yes, it doesn't is, matter. The, he is your ace. So having Urias on the mound makes me feel much more confident because I know what he can do in the playoffs itself. I was telling Trav, tomorrow's really the game. In my opinion, tomorrow. Kershaw Darvish? Yeah. Yep. That's, the, that's the, hey, maybe we have a series here or... Yeah, it could probably tonight, be over on Friday night. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but that presupposes a Dodger win tonight. Mm-hmm. That what you're saying is right if the Dodgers win tonight. Mm-hmm. But if the Dodgers don't win tonight... It's a whole different, look, because, it's a whole look, different look, conversation. Here's the thing. Two to one loss, it could happen. It could absolutely happen. And now all of a sudden, it's a totally different yeah. animal because now everything's turning on Kershaw. Do you go t- Now your game three starter is a really complicated decision. Is it Anderson? Do you do you go with Ahini? Do you go Gonsolin? Like, I know. It gets very complicated. If you win tonight, I really do believe this. So I think, I think that regardless of what happens tonight, I think the Dodgers are going to win this series. I really do. Agreed. If the Dodgers win tonight, I think they probably sweep the series. Agreed. If if they lose tonight, why, why, why do you, why do you guys think that? I'm I'm curious because because the this isn't goes, the game. The air goes out of the balloon on this. The San Diego but, Dream needs to get some oxygen pumped into it from the jump. Fair to say this. Fair to say this. You're not using your ace tonight. You're the Padres. You really are, in a sense, just kind of listen. If you got nothing to lose tonight, if you're the not Padres away anything, if, just, it's not a nothing game like that like you're making it like oh no, we, we understand we're going to lose this it's, no, no, it's a five I, game Padres. series you can't, yeah, you, you, can't, can't just, you can't just i get one. that it's just the timing of the wild card is the timing of the wild card and it went the way it did and you can't use darvish you can't use snell and you can't use musgrove clevenger has got smashed by the dodgers this year this is why right here that's that's exactly i was going right to bring up this point four this one right phillies here. over braves this right is now. the point that you're just you're i think you're just doing i'm gonna it keep to doing it yeah no i'm just gonna keep doing it this is what the phillies aren't supposed to be here mm-hmm 
the Phillies are not supposed to be beating Max Freed by three runs in the bottom of the third they're ace. They're ace. They're, they're not pitching their best guy. This is what happens in but, the playoffs. But, but that wasn't the argument I wasn't making was the argument I'm saying is tomorrow is the series for the Padres. If you lost, I'm assuming they lose tonight. Listen, if they won tonight, it is a completely different conversation. If you went through, if Julio is off the mound for the Dodgers. That makes me so I, happy. I, it makes me so mad. No, it I took, hate looking no, at no, it. No, no, no. This is why I love it so much. It took the Padres showing up in a playoff series for the first time since Dave Winfield was a rookie <laughs> to, 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 to get him to wear his hat. I absolutely love it. Real, Real question. Happy. Real question. Tonight when it. did you buy that hat? No, I've had it. Yeah, that, oh, that's, that's, not, that's okay. not a new hat. That's not a new hat. That's not a new hat. No. Listen, I, I you bought it last night. It I, fits too well. You bought it this morning on your way in. <laughs> I was Amazon, telling you, same day delivery after the show. Yesterday. Amazon right away. Yeah, I went. Totally. I went through a stage, and this is this is how it goes for the Padres. If you don't got something to cheer for, I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, from 2006 to 2020, they didn't make they didn't have a playoff game. What sure. the hell do you want me to cheer for? It, before I mean, you that, cheer for your team. When I yeah, I cheer for my team. But if you're 50. 25 games below 500 have no shot. I, I, I mean, get it. What I are you going to do? All right. So here's what they're doing with the roster. The roster is out. I and love it. There I are love it. really kind of two, maybe three things of note. Number one, Craig Kimbrell's not on the roster. Love that. He, he's not. And, and I was talking with my dad yesterday. As a matter of fact, we were kind of talking about the series. And I asked him the question, like, where would you pitch him? Like, there's no place to really deploy him. So why have him at all? He's not there. Um, Blake Trinan is. Which I think is a bit of a surprise. Massive surprise. Yeah. I love that he's there, though, because now you have two firemen role type guys. You do. He hasn't been out there yet. But he, uh, there you go. I'm, I'm more with Alan. I'm excited he's here because at least you can use him once. But are you gonna? You can't use him. If you use Not him today, to you can't days. use him tomorrow. So you you have to really strategically deploy him. And you almost One, have three, to decide. M- maybe. I mean, Greg, he's pitched five innings this year. Yeah. Five. He's rested. <laughs> Very. <laughs> He's extremely rested along the way. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so Trinan is on the roster. How much you get out of him, I think it's going to be incredibly limited. And look, let's say you're in a one-run game in the seventh inning tonight. Do you use him right here? You say, this is not the make-or-break game. i got to save him for game four or five or an elimination situation. How you deploy these guys, I think, is the biggest challenge that Dave Roberts has. So if you're just stick with Trinan for just a second here because – we have to trust what Andrew Friedman sees and what he knows, right? Yep. We've, we've, we have full trust in Andrew Friedman. If Andrew Friedman says that he belongs on this roster over some of the other guys that got left off, then I trust that he is ready to go and he is at a full capacity to be available and who he normally is in the NLDS. So I don't, I, is that I don't, fair? I think there's no way to tell. I, I think there's it's, no way to tell until he's you. You can I'm work out. For I'm us, more without. listen, Berg, 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 us, Berg. You could take. You're right about. Andrew Friedman, you're right about trusting them. You're right about he probably got enough pitches and work to say, hey, he looks good. He's ready to go. I see. It. His first game is going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it could be well, a high it, leverage. He's been there, and, and and I don't think I don't think he's going to. He's been there, but just think about this. He has not pitched. You, How many innings did he pitch? Sure. Five. But he's not he's not a rookie. He's not a guy that no, hasn't he's, been he's in this been, situation. He's not gonna have big eyes. He's no, gonna, he's not the big eyes. It's I need a second. I don't think it's I, I think it's in the middle of what you guys are talking about. I your view, Berg, is the most optimistic view sure. of hey, we've seen him. I think the the more realistic view is this. There's nobody we're leaving off instead of him. Right? The, the, Who was the, left off? Kimbrell. Bickford, Price, they, they, there's no Ferguson. They, Ferguson, th- this is a better option than those guys. So it, th- if we need to use him, 
and he's unavailable, we have other options here. And it's not like, oh, God, we should have kept Kimbrell. It's not that. It's, it is a, hey, let's cross our fingers and hope it works out. And, and if it mm. does, great. I don't. I just don't think that Andrew Freeman works that way. But, but I don't think that in this in a series against a team that built themselves back up through yeah. like bringing in Soto and Bell by the way, and all keep those in dudes. Mind, let's say he pitches and the, the the shoulder seizes up. You get him. You put somebody else in. Right. That, that that's the other option that you have. I think also too, you got this far and that bullpen has not depended on him. At so all. really, you've got a number of guys that you can use. Before there's a situation where you say, "All right, let's try Blake." You know what they might use Trinan? They might use Trinan in a seven to one game that they're not up on the Padres. Not a you, chance. You don't, you don't think not, just to get wait, wait, Trav, Trav, Trav. No, the not guy has not pitched. Chance. He has not pitched. I understand. But, you know, but why? Because he's so, unhealthy. So in a game, in a game that doesn't if, matter, if, if you're going to use him, it's going to be in the most high leverage situation possible. But why would think, you go to Trinan then? Why wouldn't you go with some of these other bullpen guys that have delivered for because you all season your, and have he's been your healthy? Best guy. He, he's still your best. So, so you're, pitcher. you're confident in that with just five no, no, innings. No, no. You're, you're, this way. It's a shot in the dark. You're hoping that it works out. But what you can't do. Let's say he can pitch one inning every other or every third day. You sure as hell ain't using that one inning in a seven to nothing game. Absolutely not. It's going to be more something along the lines of in extra innings in a 10, 10th inning, 11th inning game where you're kind of running out of pitchers, but it's a 1 1 game the, and what you I, need somebody. More on your side, Al, that I, what I don't think you'll do. In, uh, I don't think if it's 3 to 2 in the ninth inning, I don't think Blake Trine no. is coming yeah, out. Yeah, and pitch. that's kind of the point that's, is it won't be that. That's almost unfair to him. But it could be 3 to 2 in the seventh inning Absolutely. and he comes out. I think that's the situation where you deploy him along the way. And then as far as position, players go um no hands are alberto miguel vargas uh he plays the infield and the outfield he yep. can run a little bit uh, he's been hitting and he doesn't strike out a ton his yep. his contact rate is pretty high uh hands are alberto swing and miss rate high and and, and alberto's usefulness is is energy his yep. he'll be in the dugout but the idea of where, where are you going to hit him I don't think that exists, and you're certainly not going to use him defensively. There's there's never a time where I'm like, oh, I can't wait till Hanser Alberto yeah. gets put, out there. Put Alberto in there. Joey yeah. Gallo, yes. Trace, yes. T Taylor, yes. Vargas, All yes. Vargas, yes. These By the guys way, have a role. Absolutely. Um, tomorrow, I love that they put Vargas in over Alberto, though. That I do, was, too. That was kind of I do too. an iffy one. If Padres did win tonight, there is a parade tomorrow at the Gas Lamp down in San there will Diego. Be. There will be. Just a heads up. Yeah, Hanser's number one role on this team, and I'm not trying to be a wise guy, he pitches when they're up nine runs. Yes. That's not really a role. And he's probably got the, the best personality on the team. And, and he's, you know he's, he's a leader for sure, yeah. but you can he can do all of that stuff without being on the active roster. You'll, you'll get this. You know who he is? He's Roni Turioff. He's the guy on the bench that just gets excited, yeah. and he's he's getting everybody ready. Why? But he doesn't really play that much You're time. You've got to go at Turioff like that. Because that's who he is. All right. Uh, <laughs> NHL has their opening night. It is coming up in just a bit. ESPN's Bob Wischusen. He is going to join us next. And plus, we'll continue to get you ready for Game 1. Dodgers and Padres National League Division Series. It's all coming up. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so not only do we have the Dodgers and the Padres, game one of the National League Division Series that is going on here in town. It's also opening night in the NHL here in Los Angeles. The Vegas Golden Knights are in town to take on the Los Angeles Kings. Bob Wischusen will have the call on ESPN. He's joining us right now. Bob, thanks for making some time for us. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Bob, we'll start off with this with opening night tonight. Just your uh, your thoughts on the Los Angeles Kings season, expectations. What should we expect from the Kings this year? Well, I mean, Fiala being here has to help, right? They were not a very high-powered offensive team last year. Um, you know, he, he walked through the door, you'd think, with about 30 to 35 goals that he will add to their production. Um, it's really nice to have another young infusion-type star to put in the lineup because, you know, some of the best players the Kings have are starting to get up there a little bit. So I'm excited to watch how he blends with this group tonight. And um, last year, the wild card race for those last couple of spots in the West was an absolute circus. <laughs> and I think it said a lot with the injuries that, that L.A. went through last year that they made it. Right, I mean, and and took Edmonton to seven in the first round. So, yeah, I I would think basically bringing back the guts of that same team and adding a weapon like Fiala, why wouldn't you think they'd be a playoff team this year? Yeah, Bob, obviously, you know, we're just getting started tonight. It's a long season, and, you know, a million different things can go a million different ways. But like you mentioned, last year, it was kind of the first time you'd seen a little fruit after the rebuild, after the couple of cups that the Kings won. Is this a a take-a-step-forward year? Should the expectations be beyond what they did a year ago? You know, they took the team – to the max in the first round that I think a lot of people are picking to possibly be the team that comes out this year in Edmonton. Um, I don't know. But is it fair to think that just adding Fiala is going to make you now a cup contender? I would think they'd be a playoff team. Obviously, you hope that, you know, an aging goaltender, and Jonathan Quick at that point, is still healthy and can still do this. Um, This season is such a marathon. Uh, But, you know, having said that, you know, I would still probably be picking them to be in that wild card hunt and hope to be a spoiler rather than a team that I think is actually going to, you know, make a playoff run and and be a team that could win a cup. Uh, Ducks did not make the postseason last year. Is there uh, similar expectations? Do they fight for one of those wild card spots? What what do you expect from them? That's a great question. You know, I mean, as a Rangers fan, to see Ryan Strom and Frank Petrano, you know, now in Anaheim, I think those are two really nice additions. Um, I don't know if they have gotten that much better. I mean, to me, I think it's a step forward for them to just make the playoffs this year, if they can do that. Um, And look, when you've got the young talent that they have, I mean, at some point that talent should produce playoff hockey, right? Like you have the right to expect that if you're an Anaheim fan. But I would kind of put them in that same category with the Kings, a team that could be a playoff team, could be a spoiler. I don't know that anyone is going to be picking them to make a run to like a conference final or a Stanley Cup final. You know, they'd be a long shot to do that, but to be a playoff team and certainly this year at least spend the year in playoff contention, I think a a Ducks fan has a right to expect that. 
Bob Oshusen will be on the call for the Golden Knights and the Kings tonight, the opener uh, at Crypto.com. Um, Bob, Jets, 3-2. and two. Is, are, Should we believe the hype? Is this? I know that we're a little off topic here, but should Jets fans be getting excited? Oh, well, I mean, you know, at, at least the way that the last decade has gone. <laughs> I, I was worried about – I've been telling people, like, you might want to repent. You know, like this might be a sign of the apocalypse. The Jets are into October and is above 500 team. No, you know what? Similar to a team like Anaheim that has the, the Terry's and Zegras's of the world, at some point when you put players that have that talent level on the field or on the ice, they're supposed to develop and supposed to bring you to a new level. And, you're, and like, that's the point, right? So that, that, that the last two drafts that the Jets have had – have been very deep and very talented. They made a Jamal Adams trade that was a heist with Seattle. They made the Sam Darnold trade that gave them a second-round pick this past year. Now, even though those trades were made a couple of years ago, all of those players have now been drafted. They are now on the team. So now, yeah, like they should be able to show that they've got a future and you know that, that, that the fruits of those trades are ready to win some games for them. So I don't know if I would pick him by the time we get to December and January to be a playoff team, but just for a Jets fan to see a team like get to Halloween and let's not talk about the draft. Yeah, to me, right. I think a Jets fan thinks that, right? Like let's just have progress. And, and you know what? I was talking to Robert Sala about this a couple of weeks ago. And he said, look, I know the last couple of rebuilds here have not worked, but he was on the coaching staff with Pete Carroll in Seattle that was like 7-9, 7-9 Super Bowl. He was on the coaching staff um, in San Francisco. That was, you know, whatever, 4-12, 7-9 Super Bowl, whatever it was. Like, there are building block years. And ultimately, are the Jets going to be a team that's going to go win a Super Bowl? I don't know. But at the very least, what this year looks like is one of those building block years. They look like a team that when we get to Thanksgiving – is going to be in the wild card conversation. And they're going to be playing meaningful games, and they'll have a reason to scoreboard watch. And for a team that's usually been talking about, you know, who's going to be in the top five of the draft by Halloween the past handful of years, um, yeah, that, that would be major progress. And I think they can do that. Bob Wischusen will be on the call. The Kings and the Golden Knights at Crypto.com. You can see it on ESPN. Bob, appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks so Bob. much. You got it, guys. You got it. Hockey, sleep. Baseball yeah. playoffs. Yep. Football season in full bloom. Lakers start a week from today. Yeah, hockey season tonight. It's uh, it's a pretty good time. I gotta to take uh, do what we do. Michael Roth on his offer. He's like, hey, you gotta come out. You haven't been out to a Kings game in a while. We'll take care of this. I'm like, uh, yeah. I've I'm, been try- I'm I tried to twist your arm all last year to come I know, down and but watch it was, the Ducks game. But it was with Michael. Me. Yeah, but so <laughs> I understand. I get that. I understand that there are rankings in these things. Well, it's not even that. No, I just no, have no. to walk across the street. No, but I no, you don't understand. I respect the fact that like, no, he's more important to me than you are. <laughs> Therefore, I will do what he's asking me to do. I don't give a damn what. Don't you remember ask our me conversation. Do. At yeah, all. no, I, I don't didn't, remember at all. I really didn't expect you to do it. Uh, here's a tweet from a different Travis, not me. Does Kimbrel being off the NLDS roster mean you've lost him mentally for the rest of the playoffs? Can you think about putting him on a roster in the future rounds if needed because of injuries? or whatnot so here's the thing I, I that's an interesting question right you get to reset your roster each round yeah you can take guys off you can put guys back on um sometimes you know you'll need a left-hander or a right-hander and you'll you'll do you need defense or whatever it would be i think the answer to your question trav is this 
they don't care if they lose him mentally. That's yeah. number one. Because if they were worried about it, they wouldn't do what they did. Or they have no intent of adding him at some point. And here's the other part, the last part. They're paying him a lot of money. He needs to if they ask him to pitch, he needs to go out there and pitch. Whether he's feeling one way about the Dodgers or not, he needs to go out there and do the job that they're paying him to do. So while his feelings may be hurt, his confidence may be shattered, if you get to NLDS or you know, hopefully World Series time yeah. and maybe Trinan goes down and maybe uh, you know, May is his back is still by whatever it might be and you need him. He needs to stay in shape. He needs to both mentally and physically and be ready to go because God only knows what's waiting around the corner. Kimbrell had many chances this year to give Dodgers organization, Dave Roberts, confidence that, hey, um, you could use me in the postseason. I remember even in August, not a long time ago, in August, Dave Roberts was still saying, no, that's our closer. That's our guy. Mm -hmm. No, we understand. He's got to be better, but that's still our guy. It took to, what, three weeks ago, something like that? Something like, I want to say three weeks ago is where they right. finally decided – and we've been already a week without baseball, so this is two weeks before the season ended to where they decided he's not our closer anymore. Um, it, this is not a, you know, you don't have any loyalty towards Craig Kimbrell. You're trying to win. And by the way, I think some of your loyalty in the past has hurt you. So Amen, just Amen. at the end of the day, all you care about is, are you giving yourself the best shot to win? That's what you're getting paid for. Stop with the emotions. It's nothing personal. It's just business. I can tell you this. Mm -hmm. If this were Kenley Jansen with the exact same performance, Kenley Jansen would be on that roster. I, you know what I mean? That if Kenley Jansen had come back for the Dodgers and literally pitch for pitch, result for result, had given you the performance that Craig Kimbrell had given them, sure. he would be on that roster because he's earned Dave's so, trust, respect, it, it, whatever, however you want to characterize it. But this is a guy that just got here, didn't perform. Yeah. It's a pretty easy decision. I'm a fan of I'm, – I'm not saying there shouldn't be loyalty in sports and business and work and all that stuff. But sometimes it comes – it hurts you. And I think for the Dodgers, there's been, you know, obviously indications in the playoffs where that loyalty has hurt them. Here's a couple more because I think this is – you're hearing what you want to hear and not what I'm saying because these are back-to-back -back tweets. One yeah. from Sharif. I'm really confident the Dodgers will beat the Padres, but I'm also aware, Trav, especially in the playoffs, it's very unpredictable. That's the point that I'm making. M Mello Elias says, Travis thinking the Dodgers are going to lose, shaking my head. I don't think they're going to lose. Al, how many times have I said, I think they're going to win? Uh, 10? 100? I think the Dodgers are going to win the series. I think the Dodgers are better in literally every facet of the game. Star to star, yeah. pitcher to pitcher, defense to defense, manager to manager, organization to organization, depth across the board, yep. the Dodgers are better. What I am saying, Mello, is that sometimes none of that matters. That's what I'm saying. So let me tell you what I think Mello is saying is, for two straight days, it has been, instead of, let's freaking go. The playoffs have started. Man, I can't wait. Damn, these guys should dominate the Padres. Finally, there's some meaningful games. There is definitely a cautious approach from Dodger fans. I understand it. It just didn't happen yesterday. There's a – I'll use me as an example. Padres lose this series. No one's surprised or shocked. No. So there is kind of a well, – you got nothing to lose. For the Dodgers, you got everything to lose. No, that's what's so scary. What mm -hmm. you just described right there is what's so scary. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Getting a live toss, Chris? I was going to do a live toss, but Taylor was so busy getting his Pizza Hut pizza. Pizza Hut is here. It's National Sausage Pizza Day. Got Detroit style pizza too. Is this Detroit style? Hand it over. I had it. I saw them in there. I don't know if that specific box is. By the way, it looks good. It that does. Detroit style. Mark Cates is listening. If you can get us uh, the Detroit style or something. Anyway, take it away, producer Emily. The pizza looks really good. Go to sleep first. Really good. <laughs> Ooh, I'll go to sleep first. Sleep. That's Baby. a Halloween. Uh, Halloween. That's a Hawaiian and jalapeno. Is I that your deal? I was just going to say that I'll looks that. amazing. There's no pizza. I'm saying no to. Very good point. And even bad pizza is good pizza, but Pizza Hut is great pizza, so it's, it's awesome. So um, there is a new roadside attraction in Canada that is a pair of fingers holding a Cheeto. So a puffy Cheeto, a pair of fingers holding a puffy Cheeto that's like super big, and people are like lining up to take pictures with it. It's essentially just like, a, I guess, It's artwork. good for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, but... Ever <laughs> since... Ever since our lunch, you have been quicker. That was quick. I don't know. I thought that was slow. I was uh, like, would you call it Instagram or do you say Graham? Or... Well done, Al. Now, I mean, a lot of us have gone on long road trips, cross country, things like that. So you have ever you have ever stopped at a roadside attraction. Travis, factor cap. So I want to say when I was a little kid, um, my grandparents were living here in L.A. And for a few years, I lived in Phoenix. And so we would yeah. make that drive for Christmas back and forth between Phoenix and L.A. And I want to say my mom and dad stopped at those dinosaurs that are like in Outside of Palm Springs, there was like a T-Rex and a brontosaurus that you could crawl through, and there was a slide that would go down the tail or whatever it was. So I think, yeah, I think we stopped at those weird old dinosaurs. I think the uh, the Morongo Casino is on the spot now, but that's exactly where they were. I don't stop for these, but I try to slow down in the car. I like taking pictures of signs when it says, Welcome to Seattle. Welcome to... uh, El Cajon. Zion <laughs> National Park. Welcome to Bryce Canyon. Arcadia. Welcome to whatever state you're entering in. I like kind of like, all right, let me take a photo of this. So I do that. I kind of slow down. People are probably like, uh, bro, you got to keep it moving. I'm like, I'm trying to take a photo here. Let's just go 35 for a quick second. What's the uh, what's the roller coaster on your way to Vegas? Oh, uh, Whiskey Pete's, I want to say. For some reason, I always thought, especially when I was a kid, I'm like, we got to stop there. We got to stop there. Yeah, stop there for I one think of those. State Line, Whiskey Pete's. Yeah, so, that's so, right. Something state like line. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, Taylor, have you ever stopped by like the biggest corn in all of the, the world? <laughs> why, that was why probably you pick... in Taylor's hometown. <laughs> why you got to pick corn? Come on, Emily. <laughs> the world's biggest corn stalk was in Taylor's hometown. 
<laughs> I think my Doug favorite. Doug Christie monument <laughs> up in Sacramento. That's Pepperdine. Uh, no, I think my favorite Christie. is Wall Drug. So it's in South Dakota. Oh, I love Wall Drug. And for just miles and miles, like literally hundreds of miles around, they have signs just advertising Wall Drug. And you're, you're just wondering, what is it? They have signs that say, free ice water. And you know <laughs> how much do they usually charge in other places for ice water? I don't think I've ever been dinged for an ice water fee. You get up, somewhere. you get close to it, and you finally get there, and it's just it's just the worst tourist trap, I think. It's like an old west town, essentially. Mm. It's it's not that crazy, but they do a similar thing uh, on the east coast. It's called South of the Border. Really quickly to interject some sports here, the Phillies just knocked Max Fried out of that yeah. game in the fourth Oof. inning. Fourth inning, one out, 4-1, two on, yeah. runners to second and third. Might win the Cy Young in a few Oof. months, and he's out of the game in the fourth inning. Just saying, Ish gets weird in the playoffs. Clevenger's unbelievable. He <laughs> owns the Dodgers. So, yeah, but in the, on the East Coast, same thing happens. For miles and miles in North Carolina, you'll have south of the border signs. And so once you cross from uh, North to South Carolina, that's where there's a big uh, Hispanic-themed park. And it's not really culturally sensitive, but it is an interesting park. Mm. Um, so... Uh, it's kind of uh, craze, quote unquote, on the gram, uh, as Sliwa says. Yeah. Um, so you guys have heard of charcuterie boards, right? Like you've you like charcuterie boards, but now there's this uh, idea that it's a butter board where you just put butter on a board on, okay. a, on a wood board, and you put toppings on it, like you know red onion and like a little arugula, like other things that like or like chili oil, and then you put bread and you dip the bread. By the way, on sounds the good. On the butter board. I'll eat that, no problem. So, you would try the butter board. Uh, Alan, factor cap. Yeah, that's fact. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Anything, listen, bread and butter, it's a, that's the biggest trap at any restaurant that I go to. I don't say no to that. I mean, they come out and it's warm. Pretty funny conversation they were having. Um, Michael was telling, when we were in Vegas, Michael is telling- Michael. Michael Thompson, telling um, Billy Mack, and they're talking about how- the etiquette of the bread when it comes to the table. Everybody gets one until it goes around. Okay, so that's then... part of the etiquette. The yeah. other etiquette is they don't usually cut all the way through on the bread. Tear it. So Billy Mack says that he will grab- Twist. And, and take his piece off. Yeah. And Michael's like, well, no, no, you can't do that. You can't touch the bread that I'm going to be yeah, taking. Yeah, how are you supposed to get leverage? Okay, so th- by the way- Why I, didn't you call me? Like this is this is what these are the conversations. And Michael, that I live Michael for. is saying no, no. You got to use the knife. Like find a way to cut through so you get Michael's your piece of the smile. bread. Okay, so this is the conversation they're having. The only thing that's going through my mind is, yeah, bread and butter is amazing. Yeah, give me more bread and butter. <laughs> Can I just so get my slice? That sounds like an amazing board. Sounds lazy and delicious. Like both, <laughs> like to make a a nice charcuterie board. Yeah. With all of the cured meats and the little cornichons, yep. little honey, little yep. dried fruits, little apricots. Sometimes there's some cranberries and dried cherries on there that are great. They're amazing. Um, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful little. When you walk into a party, you see one of those. You're like, I'm gonna start right there. And I'm gonna stand here and talk to people yeah. while I keep eating it. But just butter, like a book butter <laughs> with a little honey on it. I mean, it's good. It tastes good. I'll eat it, but it feels lazy. Taylor. Yeah, I'm fact, lazy. absolutely. I'm trying this, but. Like Trav said, I mean, hasn't this been around for thousands of years? They're trying to pass it off as some new invention. It's not. Well, they're probably charging six more dollars because they're like, all right, if we just right. put it on have a board. Have you ever board. ordered it in a restaurant, a charcuterie board? I only eat yeah, it at parties and stuff. Yeah. Does it does, does it deliver? Yeah, legit. Some okay. places better than others. It's usually a good, like, all right, I'm just getting a glass of wine. I'm not actually getting dinner. Like, that's a perfect thing to have. So something like that. Yeah, I've ordered it. 
or I'll order it like at um you know some parks will have like charcuterie boards you can buy like really close by and then bring it to there and have like kind who of doesn't want who doesn't want to get charged twenty one bucks for three almonds <laughs> uh, a couple yeah. and a, and a exactly. two, piece of bread I'm in it is pretty I, good. So uh, we just had Bob Schusen on in the last segment. Oh, I talked a little bit about hockey. So you are good at skating. Taylor, factor cap. Depends on what kind of skating. Ice skating, uh, I'm kind of like a you know Bambi out there. But <laughs> skateboarding, I'm good at. Yeah, I'll do skateboarding any day. Trev? I can do it, but I'm terrible at it. Like if you gave me a pair of skates, yeah. I could get around the rink mm-hmm. and I wouldn't fall, but I would look like I'm trying not to fall. Like I, I can skate and I can turn left and I can skate and I can turn left, but anything beyond that, I am completely hopeless. I'm basically I, I Gretzky. Grew up in California. Why would I ever know how to skate? That doesn't work out. Um. All right. The only skates, I, I, I would be awful. I mean, awful. Have but you growing tried it? up, I have tried it. Growing up, um, had rollerblades, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so good. But then, like, you could. Were see, you good on the rollerblades? No, I was very, very average. Okay. But then. You know, if I see over there, I'm like, okay, hey, there's just a big enough rock to stop what I'm doing. I will find a way to hit that rock. You know what I'm talking about? It's just small enough. And you're like, oh, just avoid that right there. I'll somehow turn into it. Yeah, that's I can't do it. Those little rocks or seeds or acorns that have fallen off a tree, those are going to, those are neck breakers along the way. I always think that I'm a good skater and then I get out there and I'm terrible. When was the last time you were on skates? Uh, Rollerblade, it was on skates, but Last I was like night. roller skates. Was twenty eighteen? Ice skates? Ugh, probably since I was a kid. Yeah, but I was on uh, roller skates in like. That sounds very dangerous. I saw Keyshawn on ice skates out by in the uh, quad out there. LA, LA Live, Live when they do it during was something you should all try and <laughs> see for yourself at one point in your life. It was terrific. To me, he would look like Gretzky. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> to me, I'm like he's in the Olympics. He looked like Keyshawn on skates. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the best description. <laughs> you know what he looked like? He looked like Keyshawn Johnson on. <laughs> Skates. That's what it was. Uh, on this day in 1992, Deion Sanders uh, played for the Falcons, Pronto. flew to Pittsburgh, and suited up for the Atlanta Braves in the NLCS game. So essentially did his little double play. So you will never see this done again. Travis, factor cap. I think you will. I think it's going to be a long time. It's going to take a very special guy to do it, but they still exist. Kyler Murray was the first pick in the NFL draft, yeah. right? I mean, number one overall by the Cardinals. He was the fifth pick overall in the Major League Baseball draft by the Oakland A's. So those guys that can do both are still out there for sure. It can't be a guy like Murray because playing quarterback's too complicated. You can't split your time. But if you're a guy like that's a a running back, Bo Jackson, if you're a a uh, a defensive player like Dion or Brian Jordan, both of those guys played in the NFL and played in Major League Baseball, I think you will see it again. It's not going to happen a lot, but when you're a freak like Bo or Dion or one of those guys, Brian Jordan – yeah, I think you'll see it again. So I think things have changed. I, I'm going to go fact. I don't think you. I don't think we will see it again. I think there's just the economics of everything has changed everything. I could see them. Hey, you can't. I understand that you're good enough to be, but you, you got to commit. You got to commit. Just give us. We're giving you this contract unless it's a player like Dion or Bo. But but no, n- not that caliber, right? Well, like somebody that caliber. Somebody that's. Would you rather have none of Dion or half of Dion? Half. Half of Dion is better than anybody I else. Think I think one have. of the sports are going to. It, they, it, they it's, both it's, will. It's going to be much more complicated than I think it was back in those it, days. It, it, it was complicated then. There's a there's there's a I want to say a thirty for thirty on Dion doing the double yeah, duty. Yeah, double play. Um, and 
McCarver, Tim McCarver, was calling baseball at the time yeah. on television, was all over Dion. Like, you can't be doing that. His Atlanta Falcons teammates were incredibly mm-hmm. frustrated with him. The difference was Dion was batting leadoff and playing center field for a World Series caliber baseball team. Mm. He was that good. He was the best defensive back in, in the, the league. league. He was that. So it's like, and I'm going to do it. And they're like, yeah, okay. Like when you're that good, we can tell Bo Jackson you can't play for the Raiders. No, I'm going to play for the Raiders. Yeah, okay, you probably will. I'm just saying you have. Have to we be had that anybody good. since then? Murray's the most recent one that but, could have but, done both. Right, could have done both, but we haven't actually Brian had Jordan, somebody. I think is the last guy played for the Falcons, played for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, played for the Dodgers. Never said uh, ever. Yeah, I, I I think so. Show, hey, pick up your game a little bit. <laughs> Show, he could probably be scored eight touchdowns in half a season as a wide receiver. Just run past the defensive backs. Six one, Philly. Yes, six one Philly with their ace going in game one, fully rescued. Braves ain't the Dodgers. Other other team, they're pretty. It's a lot of people think the Braves are better than the Dodgers. Fourteen and five against the Padres. Uh, I understand. I'm just saying weird stuff happens in. I'm the just going to keep saying all that. Garrett Cole said something pretty hilarious and super depressing. If you're an Angel fan, that's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's not when you say hello to me. You know what I'm saying? There should be a chart, like in the kitchen, like for evacuations, when you can say hello to Chris. You have better better self-control than me. You have better self control than me and uh, I haven't and, had uh, any. Chris. I haven't had any Pizza Hut pizza. I'm still waiting. I'm. 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 Detroit, well, how many slices Detroit are you style in? Pizza. Uh, zero at the moment. And I have one on on deck outside here. I you know, on deck. Brought, is it Detroit style? It is. Oh, it's nice. sauce, sauce on, the on top. top. See, oh. if I brought it in here, I would not be able to exercise the self control you're talking about. So I left it in the other room and I'll eat it during the break. Well, how many slices are you in? Zero. No, sleep. Um, I'm still on my first I imagined slice, when I said that that I looked at you and I didn't, I realized. So you didn't know. Who from the kitchen just to here, I'm just, just taking it down. Like, I got the corner piece, which is the best piece mm-hmm. in a Detroit-style pizza because you yep. get the, the little rounded edge. It's a little chewier. It's just uh, the crust kind of bakes yeah. in a little bit better. It's yeah. just it's the best piece of the A little burnt pie. edge there on the side. It is a live imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sleewood, thanks to our friends at Pizza Hut for feeding us. This has become a Tuesday tradition. You get fed <laughs> when I'm in. around. Detroit-style Detroit style pizza from Pizza Hut is back. No matter which recipe you choose, Detroit style comes with a sauce poured on top. Producer Emily, do you have the Detroit style in there? 
Uh, the short style is here. I'm looking at it from Travis and Oh, Ellen, Travis, that the short style is not going to live. I did take have a bite of the... Travis's. Actually, yes. Can you take a bite of Travis's? Yeah, take a bite of Travis's. Help yourself. Uh, yeah, as much as you'd like. Some of the pepperoni with the stuffed crust, the cheese stuffed crust. That was good. That was a nice little surprise. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's a little, there's cheese in the crust, Al. It's, well, there, it's, yeah. It's cheese little, everywhere. It's double cheese. Who says Ooh. no? Was tacos last week? El Cholo. El tacos. Cholo, yeah. Did I, I think hot dog yesterday. Yep. The and week then before, today, just pizza. The week before, mm-hmm. El Cholo, I think, was when I bought the prime pizza I because you were right. a bad guy and didn't wish yep. me happy birthday. That's right, it's right over there. It's still, so still was, there. By the way, you did you did move it down just enough to where now it's, it's always in, in every there. camera yeah. shot. I is it, it in it? It's in the shot. Yeah, no, in, I yeah. love it's it. In the shot. Yeah. I love your, it. Your Padre hat is blocking the word Sliwa, but the rest of it you can kind of context clues fill it in. That you waited this long to break out your Padre hat is both bothersome and awesome I, I like it both ways i was thinking about this morning i'm like oh, you can't walk in there with that al you can't walk in i'm like wait a minute they're probably going to be out in three games okay <laughs> okay they lose tonight you wear it again tomorrow no i got no problem rocking the padre hat it's just uh i the well, confidence i have in them winning this series is very low very low it took a while to, for you to break it out though i'm glad you did yeah it took a took a 111 no, to be, you say that's respectful to trying to be respectful to la you, you know? say that's you a root worn, for your team that's okay yeah but it's you know i'm in dodger territory you say that's a worn hat that doesn't look that worn it's pretty, fresh. It pretty yeah, fresh i i i'm with alan this one i want to pile on that it, i wish there was a tag hanging off the back but no i can tell i'm a hat connoisseur Al. listen i will go get a greg vaughn jersey tomorrow if i need to <laughs> That's a deep pull right there. No, Joyner was my Craig guy. Craig Lefferts. You want to go? <laughs> Arky Sinfranco. <laughs> awesome. I remember seeing Chris Gomez. Okay, listen to this. I remember he seeing... homered off me in college, too. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing. When, Maybe you should have put that stuff on your ear. <laughs> yeah, the, the icy hot on my ears. When the Lakers used to play one preseason game a year down in San Diego before the sports arena decided that, hey, there's water coming up during a game and we're, not, we're no longer going to play in San Diego. When I was in high school, it's probably even before high school. I saw Chris Gomez at a Laker preseason game. I would have, you would have thought, I'm like, there, there, there he is. Cal There's Ripken. Ted Williams. There's Ted Williams right there, right in front of us. Yeah, look, Big West. Only the finest in academics and athletes come out of the Big West. Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank I you, love Chris. the, I love the. He hit a home run off me. He did. Well, I can by say the way, that's that's something. I would brag about that all day long. You both, said you said Phil Nevin, Phil Nevin has a nine forty four. Both of the Giambi brothers, um, Chris Gomez, the current Dodger hitting coach, uh, Brant Brown. He hit a grand slam off of me in a Big West game at Fresno State. Um, Do you introduce introduce yourself? Like, <laughs> hey, great to meet you. I don't know if you remember two two pitch came inside. You took it over left field. I there was a picture of me in the student newspaper. I think it was the next day with me running my hand through my hair after giving up a grand slam. Now that he's the hitting coach of the Dodgers, makes it a better story. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I wasn't very good. I gave up. I gave up a few of them along the way. Um, how about this? This is from Ace Crystal. Like this. This is from Ace Rothstein on Twitter. Um, Buffalo Bills state line roller coaster. So we were kind of close, whiskey yeah. Pete's. But you, you you should hit that. I, I'd like to see. Have you ever seen anybody on that? Like I've seen it running, but I've never seen a person on it. So last time that I drove through Vegas was just a couple months ago, or actually probably a month ago when I went out to Zion. Uh, yeah, it was not in service. There was nobody there. I just kept driving. Like we, there was some traffic, so you had some you had some time. That was like, a There's weird nothing time in Vegas history where they were trying to recruit families as opposed to you know people that are into debauchery are going to and- the peppermint. <laughs> 
Hippo? The peppermint hippo. Yep. Well, now it's what it's supposed to be. You go, you drink too much, you stay out too late, you gamble away the mortgage and the college fund, and you come back and say, wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. Before it's like, hey, come to our water slide and our roller coaster, and we've got uh, video games for the kids. They yeah, now they're not even messing that. around. Pirate shows. No, now they're- We're back to the way the Lord intended that Vegas, Vegas to be. was built. Absolutely. How about this? This is from Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, um, UCLA guy. Yeah. Went to Orange Lutheran High School down uh, in Orange County and uh, grew up as a as a fan here in Southern California. And the Angels made a run at him uh, before he went to the Yankees. This is what he was talking about with the Angels um, getting ready to play the Guardians in their series. It'd be very nice to be living at home playing with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, Cole said. I could be spending today grilling burgers and drinking beer and gambling on football games. Instead, I'm here at Yankee Stadium throwing a bullpen at 10 bleeping 40 a.m., but we've got the LDS coming up, and I'm pumped. Like, if you are an Angel fan, can you imagine a more damaging sentence than that? That, yeah, you got these guys, but I'm playing, you're not, and while I'm bothered to be up in the morning, I'm playing meaningful baseball games. That is just a torpedo to the side of the organization. By the way, it's also, where well, the hell did that come from? Like, the Angels are like, all right, we're I'm out. I'm sure somebody asked him. And, and I get it, but I'm saying, like, the Angels are sitting there. It's a friendly fire, right? It's like, wait, what the hell just happened here? We, I thought our season was over. We're trying to go get a new owner. And you got Garrett Cole of the Yankees talking about the Angels and really just what an awful organization that is. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when in college football and college basketball when that program says you know we keep losing the local guys how are these dudes from southern california ending up at oregon how are they ending up at the quarterback at alabama, alabama went to modern day okay the quarterback at clemson went to bosco but okay i mean this is not complicated but you don't usually hear that in professional sports yeah that, that's why i think this one's a little interesting in professional sports it happens money contracts talk you just uh you end up somewhere else Garrett cole bringing it up is a perfect explanation of the angels okay the rams are two and three mm-hmm. they've got a very winnable game coming up but i wonder if where they are right now isn't the price of what they've done for the last few seasons. I'll explain it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.